Welcome to Techno and Travel, the podcast of Tunes and Wings. My name is Sabine Spätling and today I take you on a journey with Murat Onshuklu. He coined Istanbul's electronic music scene since the end of the 80s. And with his label Isolate and his clubs Module and Kafis, he is still doing it now. He recently had a release on Innovation's Secret Weapons and is taking us on a journey through his hometown Istanbul within this podcast interview. So enjoy! Murat! Yes. Hi! Hi, how are you? <laughs> we are good, we're here in Istanbul in your city. Yes. Um, you took us to a very nice cafe with parrots in the background <laughs> and um, very delicious Turkish um, cakes and coffee and tea. Thank you so much, we already feel very welcomed here. Pleasure, thank you very much and you're welcome. <laughs> So thank you so much for taking the time for the interview. Together with you, we'll dive a bit deeper into the scene of Istanbul because you're part of it since right from the beginning to from the end of the 80s yes. until now. You're still um, coining it. Still alive. Yes. <laughs> still surviving. <laughs> that as well. And with your um, yeah colleagues, friends, business partners, you have the label um, Isolate, you have uh, nice club going on module um, yeah and you're a huge part of the scene before we dive a dip, bit deeper into the development of the scene um, yeah we talk a bit about you <laughs> you just had a release on innovations yes. so happy about that too And it really sounds great. Yeah. Congratulations for that one. Thank you very much. <laughs> And uh, yeah, the label is not too old as well, I guess 2017, right? Yeah. 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 So a really lot happened in the last couple of years. You must be really happy about this development. Yes, actually, uh, we decided many years ago, and we used to have a, another label um, called Technical Rotation, but... Uh, the sound was like a more progressive house on that time and and we couldn't take it ourselves from this sound you know it was we really stuck in that progressive sound but after that we tried to make something new uh, we tried to bring some fresh sounds even for ourselves like we want to change our sound too and we decided to start a new label with the fresh sound and with Alijan, of course, and we decided to make it isolate uh, label with the... Still, it's there's a proggy element on it, but uh, it's... How can I say? It's like more uplifting, not very depressive, maybe, like before. Maybe our music was that. It's like more, uh, I can say, dance floor friendly. And started like that actually with the idea and we spent lots of time in the studio now before we were spending lots of time for the club work like we was thinking it will be just Friday and Saturday and maybe two days more but when we started deeply for the club work and like boom on Monday everything starting like I don't know, like sponsors, bookings, flight tickets, hotels and sound system, you know, lots of typical uh, club uh, business. Yeah. 
And after that, we decided like we should set up a team and maybe new partners, and we we can focus more to our own music to develop our own music. Mm-hmm. And for last three years, maybe we trying to make this happen like this way. And how would you say has it um, evolved since the beginning, the label? Did it go in the direction you planned to have it or happened totally different things? Actually, uh, yes, we, we did some good plans for us and uh, did not work like we planned it, but it, it went a much better way, actually, you know. The direction... Uh, we decided to just make our own music and uh, our own style for the dance floor focus it for the real club music listeners but in same time like uh, sometimes people thinking like the dance dance electronic music some of them it works very well in the dance floor but no one listen at all actually we try to find a way to make this happen in both sides like in the club and they can listen in the at home and in the club in the car in you know it's not just club and dance floor yeah. dedicated that's funny because that's also what frank uh, wiedemann said about the new album yeah, yeah. maybe maybe uh, we get too much influence from them actually <laughs> but it's very which important. is not bad yeah yeah it's very important uh The musical direction of like great DJs and great producers uh, like them actually, and they give lots of influence to everybody like the new generation, uh, like real music followers, and because uh, the music it's before maybe it was more uh, small communicate uh, to create the music maybe because. Maybe 10 years ago, 15 years ago, if you want to make electronic music, you have to definitely rent a studio. And if you have an idea for the finished product, like a good sounding finished product, you have to go a proper studio and you have to spend some money. But now, with all the uh, electronic stuff, like the computers and small synthesizers, and with the small setup, you can make a very nice sounding tracks and it's coming more uh, personal and no need to spend more money and with the good ideas they can create some amazing music in a very small setup sometimes i really get surprises i get demos the guy he made it some software and uh, not using any artboard or anything And, and it sounds amazing, you know. I really surprised when I hear that kind of stuff, and that means like the. Of course, we have to focus the idea first, the idea, and I, I'm not. I don't want to say song, but the structure, like the sounds the they using, is most important thing than the equipment. We don't care what which equipment they using. At the end, if the music is good, it's good. Yeah, nice approach. <laughs> And what are the projects or the upcoming highlights in 2019 in terms of the label? Are there any new projects coming? Any things you're really looking forward to this year? Yes, actually, 
because it's a very new baby for us and we don't want to uh, like nice meal with cook with the you know a little bit of fire if you, if you push it too much you can burn the meal we don't want to push it too much we want to go slowly and more get connected with the people who really like this music and uh, we will make carefully to next releases and after that we try to go outside and connect the people with our showcases and invite some guests which uh, maybe connect with our music and try to build our small community slowly but surely yes and i think you're one of the only labels in istanbul for electronic music right or one of the few no yeah one of the few there's a, a few uh, different kind of electronic music like there's a some hard techno stuff mm -hmm. some techno stuff some deep house stuff but ours is a little bit different and in very short term uh, it gets very nice feedbacks from mm -hmm. everybody so, um, yeah, as mentioned before, you're part of the scene in Istanbul since right from the beginning. <laughs> from scratch. <laughs> from the scratch. You worked in record uh, shops, Shop, yeah. uh, radio stations, yeah, or yeah, even uh, yeah. founded one. Um, yeah. Take us back in time to oh. a bit of a history trip. How did it all begin? If we do time travel, maybe this podcast will be like <laughs> two and a half hour or... <laughs> Four hours or something like that. I think my, my phone has enough space. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, I was uh, like, maybe like every DJ, I was a huge uh, music collector, like vinyl collector. And I was really uh, care my vinyls, you know, clean them and keep it. Uh, because I have some good vinyls, good tunes, people inviting me their house for the, uh, like DJing. Uh, maybe they don't like me, but because I have that vinyls, that that music at home, you know, that was, uh, they was keep calling me, hey, you want to come and play? Maybe you bring your records, you know, with you. <laughs> we invite you to party, but please bring your records too. And after that, uh, I started working in the first record shop in Istanbul, and the partners were was very good guys. They are very uh, how can I say, like, music-addicted guys. And they was uh, bringing, uh, like, jazz, soul, funk, all kind of vinyls. And with me, they was doing, like, more that uh, maybe 19s electronic music. And we try to bring this kind of vinyls. Then we they convert to record shop, like a record and CDs, like everybody. But the guys, they split and... You know, the record and CD business go a little bit down, but in the same and time, in my DJing was doing very well. And when was that? Oh, can't remember anymore. Maybe uh, 20 years ago, almost. Okay. And I don't know, and I find myself in the clubs all the time, and I really uh, like the business side, and I really like to, to be in the club and to share ideas with the people and listening music with the good sound system you know it's that stuff is like my uh, power you know it's my power energy actually it's coming from and 
And when, how was that feeling um, back in the days in Istanbul? When did you have the feeling something new is just about to start, or were people, were there a lot of people that were really interested in this kind of music? How was that? Yes, Istanbul has got 20 million people living in Istanbul. 20 million, which is lots of, and our generation and it's we grow up with the that uh, new coming clubs and parties actually and young generation now and like almost uh, 65% of turkish population it's a coming from the young generation between 80 and 25 and 18 years old and these guys they uh, they get this music very quickly because maybe the internet and the new sharing digital platforms and uh, like 20 years ago there was a one party in the city and everybody was going that one but now tonight maybe there is like 10 parties in 10 different locations and all of them they have their own special crowd which is amazing mm. and in that time I can I can see how the scene is growing up Uh, and everybody's they now they can find their own music before like there was one style and everybody yes yeah. was following the same one yeah. but now it's like you can find like a soul club and I don't know some uh, traditional Turkish music club you know playing like fusion club jazz club and electronic music clubs small one big one you know it's lots of options now yeah. So would you say um, vinyl, electronic music conquered the city or what was the first electronic music um, that entered the city? Was it more via radio or via vinyl? How was um, how did it reach the city? Actually, it's uh, I can say the, the push the button was Club 2019. It, it was an amazing club designed almost 25 years ago and like a, a car repair area it was an open air and we was very uh, unexperienced on that time okay maybe I was feeling like I know what I'm playing it, it was amazing for that time but now if I'm thinking I never do this kind of stuff you know it's like playing this after that you know it's like I don't know, but on that time it was amazing and people was going to uh, different clubs, like more uh, Porsche clubs, dress it. And for coming to 2019, they was changing their dress in the car and they coming more casual or, you know, like dressing just like black or something, you know. And it was real uh, underground feeling on that time. And after that, we set up a radio station called 2019 and you know always keep pushing yeah so now it's 2019 what was the goal with that name <laughs> yeah actually the guys uh, one of the owners he's uh, just created the radio again but on digital uh, platform and they planning a nice party in april i think so to yeah. just bring everybody from yeah. that time maybe yeah. 
And in between the time we just talked about till now, what were the biggest milestones the scene experienced, the up and downs? What were the most important things that happened? Uh, actually, in same time, like with 2019 and the radio station after that, the FG radio station came out and with the radio station, you know, the people start listening that music and internet was the most important thing. Maybe some people re remember there was a, a place called MySpace, <laughs> you know, it, it's like, you know, some new generation, they don't understand this, but if you don't have a MySpace, you cannot be in the business, you know, it's like you should have a MySpace site. And like these steps and bring people more uh, character to their own music, to promote their own music. And after that, the Facebook come and suddenly the promotion is changed. Even the music sales is changed and lots of stuff happens. And I don't know, it's like 20 years ago, there was a very difficult terms, but very special moments. Now... There's a still special moments in same difficult times. Like for being a DJ now, it's not easy because you have to do something different than the others. Like we get lots of DJ sets from 100 people and almost they have the same track list. And they they approaching us like, hey, I have the set and playing the same things with this guy or this guy. And he doesn't think like... You don't say like you're playing the same things. You should play something different Individual. to, to yeah. find the way. And we try to push them to produce music to bring some new sounds to the scene. But before maybe when I started, maybe it was much easier for me because I have a hundred records and no one have these records and I keep playing like every week, you know, it's same ones. And the guys, if they want to buy it, they should maybe wait six months yeah. to find that music. Actually... It was nice, that term, but for a musician, it's not good because you're making music to share with the people. Why are they yeah. going to wait for six months? But yeah. I don't know. It's difficult confusion for me. <laughs> um, your labor partner had a nice interview in Mixmag. We talked about it before, about uh, cafes and yes, the yes. political situation yeah. in Istanbul. How would you say has, the, has it um, had it an impact on the scene in the past years? Uh, actually, the political situation, it's, it was uh, not affecting directly, but mm -hmm. the, it's affect the people uh, psychologically. Yeah? They don't want to go out. They are they was not happy about that. And even they go out, the people who doesn't speak politics, they start talking the politics. Maybe it, it was a good term to people, maybe they uh, start understanding who is running the country, who is deciding for his life what's going on, you know. Maybe they sit and start thinking about that, because before no one cares, actually. I don't know, maybe same in other countries too, but here it was too much, maybe. And It was a good time, but for the nightlife, yeah. it slowed down a little bit. Uh, government not stopping, but not pushing too, you know. they Not making this happen, uh, not helping too much. It's like ourselves fighting for everything yeah. at the moment. Yeah. 
And, and um, how would you describe the current scene of Istanbul in terms of electronic music with three words nowadays? For those days, it's amazing. Maybe it's the best, uh, one of the best terms actually at the moment because uh, it's when it started on uh, 15 years ago, 20 years ago with the big parties, I can see people, they just coming because it's a trendy, you know, it's like the same guy, they never listen to electronic music or they never go to the open air parties, but because everybody is going, they was following them. But now, okay, we have still same amount of people. Okay, the amount didn't not change. Maybe before we have a 5,000, still we have a 5,000, 10,000, 10,000. It's not going to be like 20 or 35,000 people, but this 20,000 10,000, 5,000 people more educated than before. They know the songs, they know the tracks, they follow the DJs, they follow the music, which is amazing for us now. Yeah. And if you're a fan of electronic music, which promoters, clubs and artists should be on your list if you travel to Istanbul now? Hmm. <laughs> of course yours. <laughs> it's... it's um, Oh, what, is, what are some up and rising talents people should have a look on? When they travel to Istanbul, mm -hmm. okay. <coughs> uh, they should definitely visit our club, Modil. <laughs> of course. Because we will visit it tonight. Yes. I'm uh, very excited. To give an example, I have to split to winter and summer because there's uh, two different sites in Istanbul. In winter, they should go to a uh, mini musical. It's a it's a small club, but it's a very special venue for us, for everybody. When they when you play it there, and when the guests comes, like special crowd, special people, the guys who is running this place, they are very special uh, people too, and they are into the music. And Babylon, it's a, a big culture in Istanbul. And this club, it's been like more than, I think, 15 years now. Mm -hmm. And the name, they changed the venue. It's a, they have the new venue now. And, but they doing very nice uh, alternative music live events too. And there's a club called Klein. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a totally different approach of club night. They should definitely visit that one. And there's a Zorlu Center. Uh, they doing lots of events, all kind of music. Uh, that's it, I think so. And and new artists maybe. New artists. Maybe that you also just have on your label. Uh, hmm. <laughs> We have some, but if I say name, that will be. Tricky. I don't okay. know. <laughs> so we will check out yes, the, the yes, labels, yes. Um, artists. All right. And um, yeah, if you have friends over the weekend in Istanbul and would love to show them the city, what would be on your agenda? What what would you do with them? What would you? Which places, restaurants, bars would you take them to? Okay. Uh... We'll definitely start from this area, Karaköy, which is uh, lots of nice coffee shops, ra restaurants, and it's a beautiful 
uh, old city. You can travel from here with the Galata Bridge. After that, we have to go to the Bosphorus side, like Bebek, Ortaköy, which is on the same line. And, of course, nightlife <laughs> to visit Taksim area. And that's it, I think so. This cafe here? Yes, definitely, definitely. So what are your favorite food spots? Food spots? Oh, in Taksim area... Uh, when we run to Indigo, uh, we have, like, if you like meat, there was a very special shish kebab doing place, and Janum Jijim. I can definitely uh, recommend that place. And Fuchin, it's an amazing small restaurant, and with a special homemade uh, Turkish. Uh, cuisine, I can say. And <laughs> for meat, yeah, we have famous <laughs> guys. Yes. <laughs> with some nice videos yes, on it yes, with salt and yeah. meat. <laughs> and okay, for the restaurant advices and club advices, I have to make a nice list. I will prepare a nice list and you can check it out from there. All right. So, last question for now. Um, what are your upcoming highlights you're really looking forward to in terms of gigs or releases or parties that you're organizing? Oh, yeah. We have actually next week Ame, Christian, and next month Dixon. We, like, I just released stuff from their label in the regions. Like, we really... We really like them and their music and their music approach. And I wish uh, we can arrange a nice inner region festival in here. I don't know, maybe showcase in summer. And we're planning that and we'll see. This is our new targets yeah. in next next summer, I think so. Sounds great. It's yeah. a good opportunity to yes. come back to this beautiful yes. city. Yes. Thank you so much, Murat, for Thank that you. interview. Thank you very much. And I'm really looking forward to meeting and hearing you tonight again. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> Thank you very much. I hope you liked this podcast episode and interview with Murat. The tips, the local tips and the hotspot we talked about are listed in the article which is linked in the show notes of this podcast episode. And yes, there are more interviews and articles about Istanbul upcoming, so stay tuned for more. Thank you so much for listening. Rock and roll and stay tuned.